0: Me? Yeah. Oh. I am currently here, sitting on my couch, playing—I mean, dying—through Tomb Raider. The. uh, Hold on. Let me put the mic in my titties to hold it. (laughs) Because I've got pecs now, guys. I'm fucking buff. Just getting titty titty fucked by his mic. I am. Oh
1: shit. This is hot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We
1: are watching Joe play Tomb Raider. Rise, guys, of the, wait, of, uh, rise of the... Wait, which one is this again? Rise of the Machine. Uh,
0: rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> um, guys, I don't know if you know this, but since I've been working out, I just realized from doing squats and uh, deadlifts, <laughs> I'm getting a butt. Yeah?
2: yeah.
1: Good. Because oh, you had like a ju- juicy butt. Now you're going to have a tight, juicy butt. Go. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I've always wanted so. Oh,
3: shit.
1: For oh. Joe. Because I'll be able to grab more. Because you started losing weight and like... You need to tone your butt a little bit more. I, I know, it's true. But now it's like, if it's as firm as you're talking about,
0: whew, yeah, damn. As a matter of fact, there's areas where I didn't even realize that there was butt because I just never really worked that shit out. So I'm like, oh, oh, my butt comes up here. That's
1: fantastic. <laughs> right now, like we're watching the Tomb Raider, you see Laura's butt. It doesn't compare to Joe's. It doesn't. Does not compare to. Let Joe's. Let me tell
0: you something, guys. The secret is uh, sumo squats, uh, wide-legged squats, because those activate your glutes more. And, uh, just fucking good old-fashioned deadlift. Just bro. fucking? Oh yeah, that too. But deadlift... <laughs>
1: Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with Beto Sponsor. and Joe Ramirez. Welcome back. And it's that time of year, everybody. Yes. End of the year wrap up for Third Party Controller. Yes, everybody. We talk about the games we liked, the games we enjoyed, how 2017 was for the year of gaming. We're going to talk about all that good stuff. We're going to talk about it. This very special episode of 3rd Party Controller Podcast. So let's get to it. And to start it off, everyone, all of us here, you know, just to get it out of the way, we're going to talk about our game of the year. The game that we like the most, that we say is the best one for us, for the year of 2017. We're going to start this off with the sexy the beautiful the tight buns Joe Ramirez
0: you know what you said sexy and beautiful and I was already ready to talk (laughs) Um, so my game of the year is a pretty easy choice anyone that's been listening knows pretty much what that game is Uh, Super Mario Odyssey my game of the year hands down one of the fun going in uh, I was really really excited for the game and granted, I even when we've talked about the game, I've nitpicked a few small issues with the game that I had, that are that were super, super like minute in the scope of things of that game. But all in all, I felt like it, it was it's a fantastic game. Uh, they got it. Mm-hmm. All the platforming segments were fantastic. The main game itself, platforming. When it comes to platforming, it's hard to go to anything else. And there's some great games out there that are platformers. But for me personally. Like, I was waiting for the next Mario, the evolution of Mario and the next, like, Mario game. And this felt like maybe not a complete evolution of the game. But, yeah. God, they refined the hell out of it and put him into new areas. Sort of akin to kind of, like, some of the things they did with Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. Zelda. But I just felt for for my money, like, control-wise, everything else in that game, Mario Odyssey was just fantastic. It was it was the right amount of just weird shit to throw out a Mario game. That it worked perfectly and Mm. then you know for anyone that's actually beaten the game and gone for you know like any typical Mario game like just the secret stuff and then the extra just the amount of of activities you can do in that game and the amount like the the replayability of of it has is just amazing I haven't played in a couple of weeks to be honest with you Mm. but that's what's so cool about that that game to me is you can just you can with Mario Odyssey you can jump right back in and not miss a beat and I, and I actually did that um, prior to that because I had been like kind of toning down the amount of uh, I was playing with it. Yeah. But still, like I a you know, a couple of days went by and then I just jumped right back in. I'm like, yep, right back to where I was. And it's just it's not one of those games where like you if you step away, you know, and you like you're like you come back. You're like, fuck, I'm lost. You know what I mean? You're like, mm. oh, what am I? No, with Mario, you just you get right back to it. It's just it's a fantastic game. Uh, hands down, easily my, my game of the year.
1: Where does it fall for you? In the world including everything from the 3d and the 2d side scrollers in mario like what what would where does it fall
0: so my for me my number one mario game of all time uh, as far as being younger it's definitely for me going to be uh mario 3 super mario 3 has always been one of my Favorite, favorite games.
1: I agree with you. Super Mario Brothers 3 was my favorite. I think any game that ended in a 3 for the NES was good. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Super Mario Bros. 3, Mega Man 3. They were the best ones.
0: Well, <laughs> <turns? Yeah. laughs> I'm not starting this with you, Jesse. I'm not going to start this. You don't want to start this fucking war again, man. We can start the new but year. But you have the... to
1: admit, the third one got it right in every
0: series. Hey, I'm just saying. Hey. In the new year, uh, if you want to have a rematch in this debate... <laughs> We can do it. I'm down. Um, but yeah, Mario three will always like. I've played the other Mario games. Mario's one and two. I like them both. Mario three. You know, I, but it, you know, I was getting that 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 um the debate, especially with other people I know. Like my nephew is one of them. But like Mario three versus Super Mario World, and I like Super Mario World. I really do. But Mario three to me, is, mm-hmm. as will always like be tops. Yeah. Ranking going beyond that, um, ranking. The Mario since then, Mario 64, great, you know, it was a fantastic, it was a really, really good game. Uh, Sunshine, I kind of put... Odyssey has a lot, in in my opinion, Odyssey has a lot in common with Sunshine, where it was just a... There was a weird stuff thrown in, like the whole flood pack in Mario Sunshine was such a weird... uh, It it was such a weird dynamic to throw into the game that Mm. really did change a lot of stuff. It wasn't mario proper but it yeah. was definitely mario it was a weird that a little bit of weirdness where it was a kind of like a, a cool new thing what mario could do mixed in with enough some platform and stuff that was really really fun yeah um i think it
1: was it was for from jumping from mario 64 going into mario uh sunshine which i loved you know like because I, I think do. if anything i i because i had a gamecube i never really had a 64 back in the day GameCube was Mario Sunshine was my first Mm -hmm. from beginning to end I beat Sunshine Mm -hmm. but I did feel the difference of oh okay Mario 64 was something new kind of oh it's a it's a 3D Mario you can go anywhere do anything and it's crazy you would think and this is something that Nintendo doesn't do which I think is great sometimes and some people don't some people do the next game they could have done the next Mario 64 learn from what they did last game and just improve on it but with Sunshine, they're like, okay, no, we're going to give him a jetpack. It limits what he can do, but we're building this game around him having this jetpack. So that's what was crazy about it. it yeah. They could have easily just done the next thing, but they were just like, jetpack, here you go, boom. It, and it
0: changes up gameplay. It does. And um, truly, they didn't re- They, you know, if you really want to talk, like, like, really put it out there, they really didn't go back to the 64 from it until odyssey Mm -hmm. this is really the next evolution of that mario 64 game because i mean even looking at uh the super mario galaxy games which are fantastic games it was again a different kind of mario game it wasn't like you know Mm -hmm. so really to me odyssey was that next odyssey i've I've looked at odyssey even before it was released as that next step in the game and looking at what uh, 64 did, even though it was such a long time ago, and yeah, there was a lot of changes. Odyssey just nailed it to me. Nailed what I felt like the next step Mario should do. Um, I have, I got nothing but praise for that game. You know, yeah. I loved, I loved the Galaxy games. I think that fucking Galaxy games are fantastic. Easily, probably the best games on the Nintendo Wii. If you have a Nintendo Wii and you've never played Mario Galaxy one or two, you should, that's Something you get, need to play. Get your life straight. Get yeah, Play those games. They're fantastic. Fix games. yourself. But Odyssey was just, to me, just, you know, hands down, the like, fun. I wanted to play it every day. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, I missed that from a Mario game. A lot of the Mario games they've been releasing lately, the, two, the, the 2D ones, the, you know, the new Super Mario Bros. Wii, you know, they were fun, they were nice little distractions, but those were the games, like, I, you know, I'd get through them in about a week or so, and then just be like, all right, I'm done. I don't really want to play anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm good. This was one where, I like, I want us to play. I still want to play. I'm still going to play that game, you know. Uh, you know, and I just... And I, I have so much praise for that game.
1: Um, What was your favorite kingdom in Odyssey? The one that made you go, yeah, this is, boom. This is it. This defines the whole thing.
0: I, I know it got so much, like, Play like I like got promoted a lot, a lot of that, but like New Donk City was like the whole or Metro, what was it? Metro, the Metro Kingdom or something like that mm-hmm. was so cool to play through and had like just so many cool things about it that I was just like, Jesus, like having Mario in the city, it was just so weird because you mm-hmm. see the other worlds and they were like, Yeah, you could see Mario being in this kind of world, and just seeing him thrown in that world was just such an odd like it was the perfect, it kind of summed up the game's weirdness to me and then having them play through that uh that retro part where the song's going the the you know where they're playing the music and it's like that celebration yeah which is so fucking awesome yeah was that was like, really cool yeah I, I was like jesus uh for me that was pretty much early on in the game where i was just like yeah this is this is good this is solid and then there was the, some of the other worlds are really fantastic too and some of the like mechanics that you get to use are just amazing but that one for me i think because i'd been wanting i'd like look at that that area as a moment like as a milestone when i saw it first i was like i want to go play this and i want to see what's as cool as it looks and i got there and i was like yep <laughs> it's as cool as it was it's like they said it was so i mean I, I, for me it was that definitely one of the worlds you know there were a few other worlds that that were really cool too but um you know and then again going back like the funnest part was like finishing like the main story mm-hmm. and then like oh let me go back to the very first that cap you know the cap kingdom or whatever that was and you go back to that and it goes "Fuck, man i'm gonna end up like i you go through that in the beginning of the game and you're like all right i got through it you get to the next point and you're like you may have found a couple of, of stars or moons or whatever it was but you just you moved on to the next you thought it was just like it's a tutorial area you're done then you finish the game and you end up going back to look for more stars and you look at how many stars that even though it wasn't a large area mm-hmm. but you're looking at how many stars from that little list and you're like Oh fuck! There's a shitload of stuff to do in that little world that that you just thought was like almost basically you're just a little primer. So I remember spending like like a couple of hours just fucking in that one little spot, and I'm like, man, this is this is insane. You know, you just go back and like, I'm gonna be doing this for a long time. But enough about my pick, Robert Esparza? Huh. What was your game of the year?
2: Uh, mine was a toss-up between uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild and Madden 2018. <laughs> <laughs> now, as Legend of Zelda for me was, um, oh, man, there's, it's it's tough because I have another one, but Zelda for me was a game that I played so much of, and I wasn't I was I was I wasn't too excited about it. I was. I wanted. I, I was gonna get it no matter what because it was a launch title. Mm-hmm. We all were, and I mean, that was really the only game. on There really that that people wanted to play. Yeah. But uh, once I started it, I I played a little bit of it, and then I got hooked on it. Like, I just just being so open. Like, uh, if you if anybody's played it, the beginning you're just walking out of that little cave that you're in. Mm-hmm. and then you just see it open up and it's just like wow there's so much there's, like it's so huge here and then I you start exploring more and it's like it's ridiculous how 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 much there is to do in that game so for me that's it's it's been Zelda and just uh the the, the sh- getting getting to get to the shrines some of them are like when you first start you get get the shrines It's pretty they're pretty easy but once you get into the for the 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 harder ones to find, the puzzles get harder and harder. Yeah, and yeah. Some of the puzzles I never even finished because I don't even know what the hell's going on. Uh-huh. But just being, yeah, just the puzzles are a lot of fun. The uh, was it tests of what are they called? The
1: trials. T- Try the test trials. of m- test of mode. might. Yeah, there's like the test of might, and there's like a, a different different ones. I forget like they're like moderate test of might, like yeah, stuff
2: like that. So where you fight e- like ancient um, uh, what are they called? Guardians. Them, uh, Guardians. That's yeah. Yeah, it's just, just being, doing that and then having, like, really weak weapons and trying to beat them and just going through a bunch of them. Yeah, it's just... Any any of the shrines are a lot of fun. Just, uh... Some of them are really hard and I, I want to I wanna get back into them because uh, there's some of them that I, I never finish and I want to try to see if I can figure them out. Um, I, I love being able to just open up the map as, like, as fast as I can. You can work at your own pace if you want to. You can... You can, uh... If you wanted to you could just go straight ahead and fight the guardians. Ooh. Or they were the guardians? No, fight uh was it what are they called? Ganon? Yeah, the gan different kind of Ganons. Yeah, yeah. I forget what they call Calamity Ganon. All that yeah, stuff. The Calamity, Calamity Ganon yeah. is the main one, right?
1: Yeah, Calamity Ganon is the main one. Right? Yeah, the main one uh, it's like the Ganon. Oh, Just different types of different,
2: different the... types of Ganons. Um that's what I liked about it. You could just either if you wanted to just go straight through the story and fight them fight the uh the different types of Ganons You could do that, or you could explore like crazy, like I did, and just open up the map, and then just trying to see, uh, see what where you can go. Like you'll see like a spot somewhere, like a mountain somewhere really far away, and you're like, I'm gonna go over there. And then ten minutes later, you're like, Okay, I'm here now. And <laughs> it's just like that was it. <laughs> That's all. Like there's really not much, but but just that being able to do that is 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 what really that I love what I loved about it. Um, and there's some spots getting closer to a uh, Hyrule Castle where, where you just like you kind of get like kind of tense because <laughs> just because of how like the music kind of changes too, mm-hmm. and then you see a bunch of like um, Guardian like they're like drones or something, they just flying around and then trying not to get caught by them because you you've it kind of scares you because you you don't have the weapons strong enough to really fight them at the time.
1: Yeah.
0: No, like I made you you said before that you weren't the, like the. You didn't play through a lot of the Zeldas, right? I've only like finished uh, Link Between Worlds. Yeah, I me. Mean, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, me too. Yeah. But, um, and you've you started to play some some of the other ones, right? But because this one was so much more of an evolution of like where what Zelda was, how, was it easy to get into the other ones, or were you like, man, no, I want more of like Breath of the Wild, or was it like, oh no, I didn't have, did it? Was it a good way, like for, like a game? Lucy, quiet gateway gateway to get back to the older games or was it like well this is so much i want more like this or you know what i mean uh not really for me i, I always knew
2: that this was a completely different game compared to the other stuff so i i kind of just i think playing link between worlds made me made me more open to like to the different type of zelda games cuz not every zelda yeah. game is the same right they're all mm-hmm. some, like, have they're all
1: different sort of. like if anything the only same thing is the gameplay style yeah cuz you have the top down original version you have the, the only side-scrolling one that was um, Legend of Zelda 2. Yeah. And then you have the 3D Ocarina or Ocarina of Time Zeldas. And I'd say, like, now this is, like, a fourth different style. Yeah. With it being open world. Yeah. yeah it's, like, Ocarina of Time, but it was, it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. I would say. Oh, um, what else
2: was it? Shit. But yeah, like, I... I it made me want to play the other Zelda games, but I knew they weren't gonna be the same. Like I've been kind of on on and off playing uh uh Link Link to the Past, and I've been enjoying that a lot. And I know it's complete; it's a completely different game than uh, Breath of the Wild. And so,
1: but they all have their own like. This is like uh, Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, you know. You know, Death Mountain, yeah. Crakele Village. You know, stuff like that. It still has its um. What's the word I'm looking for
2: that Zelda it's charm It's tropes
1: it's mm-hmm. it's you know that's a little yeah uh, the charm too yeah there's some sort of similarities mm-hmm. um now with with your this being the choice like yours um Breath of the Wild being your game of the year a fun fact that was our we did an episode where we completely talked about the legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild which was our biggest episode we've ever had uh-huh. and, and to this day still gets listens and it's crazy it's it's like it topples i just seeing the numbers for that episode that we did it just keeps toppling everything we've ever done (laughs) so it's kind of crazy yeah people like the
0: hype for that i would even
1: i was surprised because we had done the episode probably four four maybe five months after it came out Mm -hmm. and i assumed no one's gonna care but it was our biggest one
0: I feel like it was like a it it was a it was a combination of things that made the hype for the game so large. And I would even I I would easily admit that the hype for Zelda was much larger than the hype for Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Oh Mario Odyssey, everyone knew it was coming. Yeah. But like when you had Zelda coming out at the exact same time as the Switch was releasing, it was just like the perfect thing, like, oh, it's gonna be the launch title. Like you know what I mean? Like it's the game everyone's gonna get. And I don't know sales wise. I mean, do you know? Is because I know Odyssey sold a fucking shitload. Yeah, has Odyssey already beaten Zelda? Yeah, I don't think so. No, but I, I think, think Zelda's it, opening was better though, it. right? I think Odyssey's like first weeks or so were better than Zelda, wasn't it? Because I think Amazon I, said it was hands down like their best. I
1: want to say department. yes because by that time, so many people already had yeah. Switches, and I think. But even. Even the numbers, yeah, I think it was. I think Odyssey sold still, better, still but just because. But Zelda was the last we didn't know what it was. Zelda sold more copies, than there were actual systems out there. Well, After yeah. so that, we like, more.
0: I'm buying it now because I know I'm going to play it. You know, or I the bought collectors. the collector's edition, yeah. yeah. Which
1: they, I'm still fucking bitter about. They canceled my fucking legendary.
0: <laughs> but I mean, again, it was like the perfect like that. Um, it was also like not to downplay like Zelda sales. I'm not trying to say like oh I just see some more anything like that, but I'm just like it, and it was for a unproven console from a you know we love Nintendo, but it was like, yeah no one it knew. It seemed cool, but like how is this gonna work out? You know, it's gonna be like the Wii U. Yeah, which is amazing because like now like it's a it's crazy to say like I my Nintendo Switch gets equal if not more now especially now and we'll go into it another time yeah, yeah. why it gets more playtime or equal to or more play than the, than my PS4 now mm-hmm. like and it. Is looking like it's only gonna like as the console grows and like that it, it moves on it, it's probably gonna become even the more so yeah and it's crazy to think that like before it was like nah it would never happen yeah and there's
2: no apps to it that's cool
0: I like that I don't mind there's I don't mind one important we... app Hulu to it now for me That is very <laughs> important <laughs> actually
1: you know what real quick I'll just you know say this I know how you felt about the apps and stuff I have Hulu on the switch and I was watching eleven twenty two sixty three, and I was watching episode. I was like, "Dang, I really gotta go." <sighs> okay, I'll pause it and I'll come back to it. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Right back to it. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. Wait a right minute. I'm watching it at. while I you're t- going to the toilet. There you go. I, I mean was like, gross. you can
0: sleep it and then come right back exactly like it's just, you know I mean, you know I mean, it's like right you're right there still. Yeah,
1: it was it was actually pretty dope. know um, I was like, this is cool. And
0: well, you know, the thing too is like, so like I have. You no know, three TVs, right? And I've got the Amazon stick. Whoa, three TVs! Fuck this guy.
1: Three 8K TVs. <laughs>
0: I have a 24-inch 720p TV in my bedroom. Thank Fuck. you very much. It's, I barely got that. that Four hundred inch. That cost twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. Okay. This is like 150 bucks, dude. <laughs> um, so I have an Amazon Fire. I forgot when I when I first like because I got the Hulu, but I have like the Hulu with um, the TV now, like live t- television, because I canceled my um my tv servers cable um i was like fuck all right i'm gonna move the amazon tv uh this fire stick to the living room and then i'll just swap back and forth and then and then it dawn was like i was like wait oh wait nintendo's got the app right and then i was like fucking nintendo has the app with the live tv because not everything does so i was like i'm fucking golden so like i have my wine well, and i now have a reason to use my xbox one upstairs mm-hmm. <laughs> um i have that one and then like i started using the nintendo switch and i was just like fuck this is um it, you know cool. using it for that it was just it was really cool i was like showing i uh, in and i was showing jess how, i was like hey we're gonna have to use the switch now to, to use the tv for now you know if you want to watch live stuff but i was kind of like sure and i'm like how do you do it and i'm like i was like I, it's so simple for her like because i'm yeah this power up is like oh it's right here she's like yeah just hey because you know that screen pops up I'm like yeah oh are you still watching you're still using this go mm-hmm. right into it and she's like oh, i was like this is simple like it's really yeah. really easy
1: I like how Joe always says, "Oh, upstairs and and room." Uh, no, of course people who listen don't know how his place is, but it'd be funny if Joe was like, "Yeah, I went upstairs and then uh, in the basement and then our little yeah. pool house. We have another TV we with took the elevator up. upstairs. We yeah. Take the elevator upstairs. All
0: in 835 square foot, baby. <laughs> is that then a take
1: say? the slide down into the park area. Don't give me Joe
2: a has idea. a water slide from <laughs> his bed to the pool. Yes.
0: yes, I'm gonna technically turn my attic into a. I have an attic, too, guys. Because you didn't know this. Attic
1: with a secret door. Mm-hmm.
2: That's where he goes in between all the rooms and spies on the downstairs neighbor. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I totally do.
0: That is 100% true. Um, no, I just, you know, I was thinking how fucking cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Switch yeah. has become.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, for Zelda, going back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really love like the little mini games that they had or even the side quests that they were in there. So there's the little kid uh, that you go find weapons for him. Yeah, yeah. That was, I, I love doing that. I didn't, I wouldn't like go out looking for them. But if I happen to find one, I'm like, oh, this this little kid wanted this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go to him and just like, like kind it to him I was like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Like grandpa would have loved this. And it was like grandpa was dead but it was sad but his <laughs> dead grandpa he was like grandpa Dude. would have loved this. It was like really sad but yeah. But it was really cool like just the little the side quest in there like sometimes you do some side quest by accident like you just fall upon it. Mm-hmm. Um even the mini games trying to get the like the coro- what was it crocus seeds? Crocus seeds? Yeah, there's yeah. some of them where you kind of uh, you got to use your was it what's
3: the
1: f- the
2: paraglider thing?
1: Yeah, I think you Is got it right. I
2: need um, a glider? It's, yeah, we use a paraglider to to go through some rings, like from the mm-hmm. top of a hill, you go through some rings and try to get it. and that's, that unlocks a, a certain Korok seeds, and there's some some stuff that you don't even know. Like you're unlocking unlocking a seed until you actually unlock it. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd be like, so you stumble up on a, upon a rock and you lift it up, and there's one under. That's just really like like a nice little surprise. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe kind of elaborated on this earlier, but this being like your full kind of 3D Zelda are you kind of more now, like, do you feel yourself as like, you know what, yeah, I'm a Zelda fan, and I'm looking forward to anything that comes out that, you know, Legend of Zelda.
2: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Uh, even before that, I had finished um, Link Between Worlds. I fucking, I love that game. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I was, I wasn't like, I wasn't hating on it. I was messing, I remember before I'd mess around and talk shit about how I do with, uh, with uh, Final Fantasy. I'd oh, mess okay, around yeah. and say, like, talk shit about Zelda, but but then I played uh, League Between Worlds, and Wait, I love that. No, Are you me. Effie? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: Real quick on the Final Fantasy thing. Just off topic. I'm sorry, but this just to you. Because we had made like a bit, and I'm wondering now, like, what the fuck? Remember how you were the one, like, like I think Persona's going to, you said it was possible that Persona was going to outsell um, Final Fantasy 15, and then I saw that <clears throat> Persona sold They 2.5 million so far, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy sold fucking more. But no, when I yeah. heard that number, I was like, holy fuck, that's amazing for Persona 5. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. like a game that I don't think ever did that much here. No. Yeah. And, and that big here. But I mean, worldwide for 52.5 million. I was like, holy fucking yeah. shit. And then I was like, should I be scared? No, Final Fantasy probably got it beat. But still, I was like, fuck, man, that's a lot. of. I didn't. I thought it was going to do like, honestly, thought it was going to do at least a million for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, gonna, it's going to do well. But 2.5 is a pretty fucking good number. And it's still not, you know, there's still time, you know, for that. It's going to get, that's a big number for me. Yeah. One yeah. RPG
2: think, out of the year.
0: Uh,
2: but yeah, I, I had already been a fan of it, of the game, of the franchise. I really didn't play much of it. I tried playing, uh, what was it? Majora's Mask. For some reason, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I don't know if. Uh, Did you buy that on 3ds? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have that.
1: that. Here's the thing: Majora's Mask is dope, but honestly, it is it is a game where I don't want to oh, say I don't know if it's, which one's Majora's Mask. The one with uh, where you have to with the masks, you have to kind the of moon? switch them. No, you. Yeah, the moon. Huh? Okay, no,
2: I would the other one. Ocarina, the one? Ocarina of Time. Oh. I tried playing that and I just couldn't get into it. I, I want to get back into it, but I, don't I know think what it's
1: it was. I think it's hard. And what I mean by that is. Again, everyone don't freak out. I'm not saying Ocarina of Time shit because everyone trips out if you talk negative about Ocarina. I'm just saying Ocarina of Time takes a while to get into. Like not as bad as like Twilight Princess. But what I mean is is like Link to the Past, even Link Between Worlds, boom, you're ready to go, off on your adventure. Even Breath of the Wild's quick, like boom, you're go anywhere you want. And then to go to something like Ocarina of Time they're building up a story in the beginning, and then, hey, this is how you do this, and this is how you do that, where those other games you're learning as you go. And you're still learning as you go in Ocarina, but there's more pausing, like, hey, yeah, this is how you do this. Hey, this is how you do this. And again, those other games, those other Zelda games do do that. I think they do a better way of executing that. Doesn't mean Ocarina's bad. Uh-huh. Just saying, I could see the the pause you know yeah. i could see the uh oh, okay it's taking a while yeah because yeah. you're stuck in it in an area yeah. like you're like you can only be in this little village
2: yeah but uh yeah i look forward to a uh, future um zelda games no matter what it is like whatever whatever it is open world or even just something more like linear yeah I'm still i'm still gonna be excited for it Jesse, what was your game of the year?
1: My game of the year, and it probably won't surprise anybody, or maybe, I don't know, was Persona 5.
0: Fucking hipster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, Persona 5 was probably, like, I had always liked the Persona series, like, the way it looked um, and everything, but, like, when you saw how 5 looked, it looked very stylized. It looked, like, awesome. And I had dabbled in some of the older Persona stuff. I dabbled a little bit in Persona 3, Persona 4 Golden for the Vita, but I always got stuck because I was used to a certain type of Japanese RPG which which Persona is different, but it's different in good ways. But Persona 5 is one where like I learned it from from top to bottom and then when it hooked me, it hooked me and just everything about it i mean like that art style the music music. like everything about persona 5 was great the characters everyone you meet and um just social aspects to it i always worried um it was especially something where um i knew a bit about the persona series and just how long certain things take like story wise you could be in a story segment conversation or a buildup that lasts anywhere from maybe 20 to 30 minutes and that would frighten me what i mean by that is i thought man that could stop a lot of people from not liking this game because it's taking too long but they do such a a good way of like creating the world and kind of introducing characters and introducing you to what the story is to where it doesn't seem that you know overwhelming um everything from the combat they took a lot from know cuz persona came from the Shin Megami Tensei games and you know persona was an offshoot of those and became its own type of series but shared a lot of similarities they brought they brought back more of that into persona 5 but I think for me like what I loved the most about it were the characters from people like um from Anne to like Ryuji Ryuji, to, to like Makoto to Futaba like everybody Morgana just like characters that you're like enjoying or or you build relationships with. And in that game, you, you kind of end up getting to know people, like the people you want to spend time with. You can spend time with them, get to know them, but then you get to learn their story. And the the, the better of a, bo- a friendship bond that you have with them will benefit you through the game when it comes to your personas or some of the, the monster demons that you end up controlling can give you buffs or extra, you know, things but like yeah you're also just a student in Japan going to school you got to get a part-time job you you know you need to make money you need to uh, increase your intelligence your romance if you want to end, end up like talking or communicating with certain people and all of that sounds super boring and like time consuming but it's insanely fun yeah. it's like really good and then yeah it's that's just probably you know my favorite thing this year was Persona Five. Like yeah. that was just really good. Yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah. That was that was my uh, my runner-up, my second one that I I was, I was. It was a toss-up between that one and uh, Zelda, but it's a it's a really close second because I've I've never I wasn't really into Japanese RPGs. I would always talk shit about them, but then I started. I, I remember just seeing the trailer for this and how 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 nice it looked. I was like, oh. that's... Really interesting. And the Persona series I was also I was always really into it. Mm-hmm. I mean not into it, but just I was interested in. And then um, I just finally gave it a shot and just really like enjoyed it. Like yeah. I, I, I never I I didn't finish it, I want to finish it, but I put a lot of hours into it and really enjoyed
0: every single bit of it. Now it was developed by Atlas. Atlas, right. Atlas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Atlas is a really, really like a, I feel like they, they get how to take a game that is more like like a niche or fringe type game, specifically like a Japanese RPG or just like a Japanese style game, and they know how to do, like they've, they're they on to like when it comes to art style and, and like how Beto's saying like it looked really good. Like I, I saw that same trailer and I was like, wow, that looks really nice. And then actually having only played a few minutes of like a little bit of the game, going like this is really nice looking, but like it's kind of like how they, they had that or that that look Catherine had, you know what I mean? Which yeah, yeah. Which is an yeah. Alice game, and you're just oh, like, yeah. they worked that on that. an interesting look, yeah. yeah and I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I was like, wow, this is. Even though I it was a is a kind of a, kind of a weird game for sure, but you look at that game and you're like, you can't help but want to play something like that. And I think it helped them, you know, not not just the fact that it's a it's a good you know it's a JRPG, but it's like it's different you know it's definitely not a normal JRPG like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But that art style, the way they use. The way they do things, it makes people that wouldn't normally want to get into one of those games want to try it. Yeah, yeah. you know, people like pretty things. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, that looks really. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it doesn't take them hundreds of millions of dollars to develop this style. That's this this art style or this these visuals that people, you know, were like, oh, I need to play this EA. Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't take anywhere that. No, it just they. You know, they they find. It kind of just it shows you you don't have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on this stuff you just gotta be creative mm-hmm. you, you yeah. know use an art style you, you know and and people will flock to that yeah, yeah.
1: I, yeah, think I rem- the- oh sorry what?
2: I just uh, I just remember seeing the the first trailer for it with the with the music just how it started it just mm-hmm. sounded it, the music was like really cool like really jazzy and the art style just like really uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it happened for everybody just like really looked forward to this they even like i wasn't even a uh, like i said i wasn't even an rpg fan just that just seeing the the trailer for it and the music playing mm-hmm. like listening to the music was it just really interested me like, yeah. it, it, just the style of it just
1: yeah it, it was funny because the first time i saw it, it you saw the music the artwork but what sold me what made me go i'm gonna get this game was the menus i'm oh, a yeah, big am a big yeah. sucker for, like i love menu design and I there's some menu design where I'm like this is good mm. or this is really bad. Yeah. And I think like what made me realize that I was Damn, I think heads. like back in 2010.
0: What? Oh, just real quick that that Wii U game had some. I think you like the menus on that one too. The Tokyo. Oh, U- Tokyo
1: Mirage Sessions. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah me I, and Bethel it's... were talking about it yesterday. They better port that to Switch, but that's another <laughs> story. Because it's good. Um. Wait, 2010 what? Oh, and uh, What made me realize that I liked menu design and and how it worked wasn't I want to say it was 2010. Was that when Mortal Kombat came back? Something like yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, I, w- 10, like that. I was so you again like regardless of like what kind of fighting gameplay style I liked um you had the menus and stuff which weren't insanely good but they were they were I liked just kind of like the uh, versus menu for Street for Street Fighter 4. Yeah. And then when Mortal Kombat came out, you know, it had that okay, he, it starts off there's the menu and it had like a cool there's scorpion and then once you chose something boom he's punching you know um sub-zero in the face but it wasn't until you selected your characters and when it was loading with you know let's say you have Sonya blade and sub-zero the artwork was so bad to me that i was like i lost interest in that <laughs> game solely on the fact that because how the menu system of that section of the verses yeah. was made you're like like Fuck I'm, that game. yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it, like it's it, no, it, like regardless, I'm mostly just talking about menus. Mortal Kombat coming back—that was the right way to do it. I'm just talking more about the visuals of not graphics, but as in menus. I'm a huge fan of that stuff. I like it to be done well, and and I think that's what sold me on Persona. But that's what was great about it. Yeah.
2: One of the things that I really, I really loved about Persona was the the mini games because there's certain minigames in there, like yeah, uh, yeah. the um, even it's batting not even amazing. The batting cages were a lot of fun. <laughs> even just the going, go isn't even minigames. Just like side side stuff that you could do, like go to your job and then uh-huh. even studying. That was a lot of fun. If you I'd studied on tests. days
1: that r- were rainy, you'd get, you'd get more yeah, intelligence because yeah. everything you did benefited you in the yeah. game. Like and it the, was never a waste.
2: Yeah, and that that's I really love that because it kind of if it would if if it didn't have that it would i think it would be a boring game cuz it just break it breaks the monotony of everything else like uh-huh. the grinding and all that stuff so that's it's kind of like a little little break in between all the grinding so that's mm-hmm. why i really i really enjoyed that because yeah if it, if it didn't have that i think it would have been like a a bit of a boring game
1: it's it was also a cool way like you you only had a certain amount of things to do in a day yeah. and like certain things like okay you know what i need to go buy some items and stuff for whenever we get in another dungeon mm-hmm. You can grab, you can go walk around the city and buy things. That would not waste your time. But if you wanted to hang out with somebody, if you you wanted to do an activity, that would take up your evening or that would take up your after school time. And then you only had evening time. So you had to balance like, okay shit what yeah, do i want to do
2: strategize to see what you could do yeah
1: and then you got futaba probably like hey do you want, like they text you on your phone hey do you want to hang out and you're yeah, like yeah. shit i want to i want to increase our bond well futaba Fuck. wait Fu- is futaba do you does she join you i haven't gone that one. yeah you fucking god you fucking it's me. obvious i know <laughs> <laughs> but like right ryuji ryuji was a character too where where mm-hmm. it was cool because People didn't like Ryuji, and I, I will defend I them, Ryuji. Yeah. I love him. His persona was dope. People thought he was annoying. Really? But you know what I thought was what it was for me? And that's the cool thing about, like, you get to know him more if you want to hang out with him. You get to know more about his backstory and kind of the way, the reason why he acts. Yeah. He reminds me of a friend of ours. And and it when people were like, I don't like Ryuji, would remind me of people going this person that we knew was annoying and then it just made me go like no you know what like i get what you're saying but i know him yeah and like he has a good heart like he's such he's like a uh ride or die (laughs) (laughs) he's a ride or die bitch he's a ride or die bitch yeah yeah
2: yeah and and like that's what
1: made me like ryuji more (laughs) that's what made me like ryuji more because i knew him i knew someone like him You know, and it, and it just, sh- to me, that showed, oh, this game works because there are people who are just like, well, I don't like that type of person. I don't want to hang out with them, you know? Yeah. But for me, it was just like, oh, I know this type of person. I like hanging out with them. Like, I understand what your problem is, but, like, he's a good person. And no, but that was, like, the great, the great thing about is that character development, and, and that's what's good about the storytelling because... I think I talked about it last time when I talked about Persona Five, but they would introduce new characters, and I'd be very—I don't like this person because yeah, yeah. they're trying to get into the group. Yeah. But then once you got to know them, you're like, yeah. oh, I like this. Yeah, which, they made you—they know, made you like care about the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do regret uh, the person I ended up going out with. Oh. Um, Anne is great. Oh, oh man, I don't.
2: A- I was gonna say, don't tell me.
1: Anne is great, but there's someone that. I should have gone with no. And honestly, it just—it's just—that's the thing. You don't have to choose this character. It's whoever you yeah, like. Yeah. But it's kind of like, and Beto is the only one who will get this. It's the same thing that happened in life. I could have either chose New York or I could have chose hoops. <laughs> I could have chose
2: New York and hoops. Can you tell that story? Because who <laughs> fucking cares? Dude, that's so fucking funny to me. I was thinking about that a couple of weeks ago. It made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: talk about that, and it will be um, at the end of this episode. So okay, I'll throw cool. it in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, I, I think that's what made Persona even better was just the the getting to know the characters, you know, and, yeah. and me being so, no, you I don't want this person. office. Like, yeah, stand-offish. Yeah. But then you get to know them and understand them, and then, like, you like them. So... <laughs> Like, it just had everything, and everything you did, like we just said, that was not a waste in that game. And planning out your day, figuring out what to do, and, and I, to this day, I still miss that game. I miss playing it. Like, when it ended, like, it was so good. Like, I enjoyed where it went, because you think it's going one direction in that game, and it goes completely the opposite, and you're like, holy shit, the, now this is happening? You know, without giving anything away, but everything about that game, like, I knew when I was done, like, 133 hours into it, when I was done, I knew, right now, I don't think anything could top it. Like, don't get me wrong, Breath of the Wild was amazing, you know, Mario Odyssey was great, but for me, like, I knew, like, I think it just, like, once I was done, I'm like, this is the game of the year for me. Like, I already know, like, unless something comes to surprise me, this is it. So that's, like, I really enjoyed. Yeah. You know, Persona 5. Yeah. That is our Games of 2017. I kind of just wanted to, like, this episode is mostly being us talking about, you know, we already said what our games were of 2017. But I think in general, I think it's easy for all of us to kind of say that for 2017, holy shit, it was so many games. So many games for this year.
0: Yeah. You know, like, we had been talking about, like, um, it's just, it was an interesting year, because, like, I always considered last year was the return of like the rebirth of the Mad <laughs> The
2: return <laughs> of, <laughs> the
0: of <Bray> <laughs> it was like the return, the rebirth of good first-person shooters. Yeah, and like yeah. this year was just a, it was just a lot of different stuff, different, like, yeah, really, really cool stuff.
1: Well, it was it was crazy because I think we started off PlayStation Four and Xbox One. The first two years, two three years, it was nothing but like re-releases re-releases or nothing huge you know and you know we did we started our podcast like a year after ps4 but it was crazy to see that quick change and just see everything start kind of coming um of new games new titles new entries in certain titles uh surprises um i mean 2017 as a whole was just you you had everything. If you you were a fan of a certain genre, it had everything you You're wanted.
0: Really, you know. Even if you weren't, <clears throat> even a casual player, you had something to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there was a little bit of everything for everyone. And granted, yeah, when it wasn't the greatest year when it came to certain things, I'm not gonna go in. We've already talked about shit that pisses us off. Some shady, yeah. but in general, you know, the game it was a pretty, it was a pretty good, pretty solid year for some. For some really good games in a lot of different genres yeah um now i don't know if you
1: guys agree with this probably If you not. don't let me know but i think the standout probably thing moment of this year in a good way not like a negative because we just say it's ea um was the return of nintendo with the nintendo switch you know, Joe kind of mentioned it earlier like we didn't know what it was gonna be. It mm-hmm. looked cool The idea was awesome when we heard what it was I think everyone was positive when it was shown and what it was gonna be, but we had the worries we had You know, is it gonna have enough games? Um, Is it gonna look you know look good is it gonna play well? Um, It sounds cool the execution the idea but will it work is pretty much what we're worried about like will it have games and if you think about it I looked I have 12 physical copies of nintendo switch games yeah. Nintendo did not miss a release date for any game they announced.
0: Yeah, that's true <clears throat> Including uh xenoblade chronicles 2 which yeah, I was surprised. Every, I was expecting yeah, like, that's gonna get really early. Like, I would have yeah. put
1: money that it was like, oh, it'll be like February It almost next seems not, really.
0: like and from what a lot of the early reviews, I don't want to go in, I'm not going to go in big, but it's from a lot of the early reviews. It was almost, it almost seemed from the, it's a little, I don't want to say that the game is rocky, but it's a little unpolished that I was like, that it seemed like Nintendo was like, no, this game needs to fucking come out. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Where they were like, okay, we're like, it probably could have done good, like for them to like take some more time on it. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo was like, no, 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 no. In this case, we fucking promised it. We're gonna, we're gonna deliver it. Yeah, and they didn't.
1: Technically, they didn't have to.
0: No, they didn't. Everyone would have.
1: Everyone would have been fine if it was like, oh, it's coming out in February. Everyone would be like, yeah, cool. Because we have all this other stuff to play. But they still did. Yeah, and it's crazy too. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but in it, it's it was a console that came out in March, which never really happened. Nope. Did really well. And a year where we're not only did we get a new Legend of Zelda, we also got a new Mario mario game. And
0: then I just ate one fucking Black Friday and it wasn't on On sale. sale. (laughs) That's fucking insane. I had some people go like, it's not on sale. I'm like, it came out in March. No, (laughs) no, no. no, no. The deal, the specialty about it was like it was available. That's what was fucking, that was (laughs) your Black Friday fucking deal. It's not (laughs) not that it was on sale, it's that you could just get it. Like, yeah, you can get it. That's it. Yeah. And people fucking went and bought it. Yeah, which I
1: thought it wasn't because you had the two hundred dollar PlayStation Four deal, and which I was like, sold like fucking yeah, crazy. But you think about that; it sold like crazy, sold out everywhere. And, and my Switch friend was like, tough. "I'm gonna
0: get a PS 4 and he was like, "Did you get it?" Nope, sold out everywhere. Yeah. And never got one. I'm like, "Oh shit, dude, I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, it it you know, and and we had great ports of we U games coming, you know, to the Switch, just like. And, you know, just like, Return of Bernie Mac. Fucking, it's Return of the <laughs> Nintendo Switch.
2: Return of the Nintendo Mac.
1: Return of Um. Nintendo Mac. Um, it, I, it, it's just, they're kicking ass right now. Yeah. And you cannot get a game announcement for anything now. And everyone says, is it on Switch? <laughs> yeah. You know, like even, even did you say it? The announcement of the Street Fighter? Yeah, it was all right. it was like, is on Switch? Did you, you said that, yeah, right? It was on know, Switch? And it was like, oh, that, yeah, it's on Switch. I and true.
0: I was already thinking, like, I think I wanted for Switch. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's convenient
1: for me. I
2: actually, for some reason, thought it was just announced for the Switch. But then I saw everything else.
1: Yeah, no, that's crazy. I, but, like, with the Switch. Yeah, I mean. They're, they're just, like, right now, it's crazy. It's crazy how... And I, I think it's great. It's crazy how well it's doing. I'm happy how well it's doing. It's giving you a title every month. Um, you know, I kind of wish um, Iwata was around to see it like be as popular. Be cool. You know, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I think he knew, I think he knew this was a game changer, but it would have been cool to, for him to still be alive and yeah. kind of just see how, how everyone's enjoying it. And then everything we made fun about it. Like we, we were on board. Like we were, we didn't have anything negative to say. If anything, we're negative more about, Oh, yeah, some girl's going to be on her roof. People are going to invite her over, and she's going to bring the Switch over, and everyone plays. Yeah. It happens. We've done it. <laughs> We've actually done that stuff. We were her. We were her at fucking Toppers
3: <laughs> in the
1: line at Best Buy. We were yeah. her taking it to San Diego. Like, it's people are doing what they advertised, and it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's cool, too. But, I mean, what were some of the games for you guys that you enjoyed on the Switch? Besides the ones we've talked about, like Odyssey and, and Legend of Zelda,
2: um. Arms is a lot of fun. I haven't, I've only played it at Jesse's house. I have my own copy of it. I have not even put it in my Switch, but I've played a lot of uh, Arms at Jesse's house, and it's it's a lot of fun, especially for a a new uh, a new IP from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really fun fighting game. It's, an, it's 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 a lot of fun.
1: I liked Arms. I liked it a lot. Um, it sucks that the community has kind of dwindled oh, really? as time has gone by. But they keep adding stuff to it, which is great. Yeah. I get it. Um, but I'm hoping for them to actually continue that series and make a sequel. But I, I liked ARMS. I liked it a lot.
0: It was a good first effort. Uh, it lost Joe me after a while. Joe was the one that had I was really he, pumped for it. He he was it, lost, it lost me after a while. It, to be that, that, that start for it was a little too... I think in general, like overall, it ended up being a little too bare bones to keep the what? community together. And I know it, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like you're saying, they kept adding shit to it. But like you know how people are impatient. And so, oh But, yeah. but so here's the like- thing.
1: I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut I'm you good. off. I'm completely 100% agreeing with you. I think a lot of that has to do with. That wasn't the only title. There was something new all Every, the time. Yeah. So people's attentions so, got moved to the next thing. I think, I think Spl- the same Splatoon came out right after or something? Like the next month or two. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. And even Spl- Splatoon, it's still big. Bigger than ARMS, but that's kind of dwindling too because all the new stuff that keeps going. Or it gets lost in the news because there's so much stuff coming out that people tend to... Yeah. It's, it's going. It's getting put um, pushed aside. Now, unless you're fucking... Zelda and, and Mario that ain't happening to you, but you know, th- I think that's what happens is because they were Nintendo was here. Here's a new game. Here's a new game. Here's a new game. Here's a new game. Everyone's just like
3: Whoa, yeah.
1: Overwhelmed even I was overwhelmed most of the times. I think the only game I did not get which would they advertised a lot or were big titles was poking and The only reason was I, I just I, there was either. there was too much stuff coming out and I was like, okay I can't get every Nintendo yeah. game like Fire Emblem Mortage is coming out. I'm getting that for sure. Poking you're going to have to wait. Like, I'll get you later. I'll get you yeah. later. A lot
2: of indie games on there, too, that I, I want to play.
1: Hell yeah, man. That was... That, I think that helps out, too. Yeah. Then having that. Like, having a, a, a good um, stock of, like, indie games, downloadable games. on there in the store every week. Helps them out. Yeah. Um, even their ports of the Wii U titles like Pokken, Mario Kart Deluxe, um, even having other ports of collections like the Resident Evil Revelations collections, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's great to have that on that system because you're going to have people who, hey, you know, maybe I have a Switch, I don't have a PS4, I don't have an Xbox or any of the older consoles. Hey, I'll play these games that they, they're porting over. So that's bringing in another audience too. Shit, LA Noir. Like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. see how that did, like, yeah. honestly, in general as a whole, but like, yeah, even bringing those out and yeah, I think not to forget, but I think the portability factor is also a big key oh, in yeah. its success. Like, I didn't think I'd use it that much. I don't think Joe, you, you never really used it, right? No, for you, really. you're the opposite of yeah. people who have a switch. I, I not would, in a bad way. I'm not. I'm not being negative. I'm just more like you're the opposite. Yeah, you're I use I, I it game. as
0: a traditional console, but I'm happy with it to be a traditional console. Mm-hmm. I've got no real. You know, I'm not going to look at. It. I, I just. You know. What kind of what, what kind of game would it be for you to want to take it portably? Probably nothing to be honest with you. I, right. I've always looked at it like I the idea that you can take it with you wherever you want to is fantastic. Yeah. it is a very very convenient. Um, it's super convenient. And I and I love that. I just for me, I was just like, I, I want to sit here and I want to sit here and play the game. Like just I like that. I, I'm still those who kind of just sit on my couch and play the game. Now, what I do love is that is I like conveniently, if I needed to go somewhere, if yeah. we were going to go somewhere, I can conveniently take it with yeah. me. And you yeah. can, you know, that's very cool. I don't have to unplug everything. I just take it and just walk, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the fact that I can use it like that. Um. But I'm also just, I'm really happy treating it as a console. And that's, I think that is one of the things that makes it such a, it's so popular that makes it so just like the convenience. You can use it however the fuck you want. You know, this isn't something that it doesn't, it isn't locked down by like, yeah, it's your, your Xbox. You got to play it in this room
1: yeah.
0: or it's a handheld. Well, mean a handheld, yeah, you you have the freedom to take it anywhere, but you're like, yeah, but I got this small screen. No, it's the best of both worlds. If you want to have that small screen experience, you can you can do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to have the large screen, if you want to play it on a fucking an eight inch or whatever whatever inch screen that is, you know, go ahead. If you want to play it on a fucking one hundred inch TV, go ahead. You know what I mean? That that's it's awesome to have that that what do you call it that option.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Like if you know you're gonna be waiting in line for a long time, like at a DMV, you take that with you. Sure, can That's I do. it's
0: a nice option to have that no other console can say they have
1: mm-hmm. when I went on a trip when I went to TJ visit family I, this was the first time me not driving on a trip and I was like hell yeah I'm like oh, let me see I'll take the Switch see if I'm really gonna play it and I played like Mario Odyssey for two hours <laughs> like forgot I was in a car made time go by yeah. it was great and then like I didn't have to just hold it as a portable I just had it kind of on my lap and I had my pro controller and it was all gravy baby (laughs) yeah I like switch this year it was just such a huge thing man proud proud of that system now happy I mean not to be outdone switch was one of the biggest breakouts of 2017 but coming in at a close second all the games for the PlayStation 4 now we're talking about Gravity Rush Two. The VR version of Resident Evil Seven. Oh. Now, yes, it was on <clears throat> other consoles, but the VR experience was only on PS4. You had. Just game
2: itself was really good. Just, yeah. Uh, oh shit! Hell yeah. Even without the VR, it was, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. It was, like I think I probably mentioned this recently, but it was way better than the last two. Uh, Resident Evil's. Oh, uh, yeah. S- it's like the, five and the, six? the really, like, it's crazy how, mm-hmm. how much it improved.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, Resident Evil 7, Jesus. I played it regular, but man, playing it in VR. Like, it's hard to explain until you actually try it. Like, I tried so much to explain it. Like, you can't. You have to actually try it. And yeah. I remember the day I just. Beto, I streamed that game completely, but Beto did the last act, the uh-huh. whole last end of it. Mm-hmm. When I gave it to Beto, when he went, Holy shit, dude, this is like, fuck, it's like super immersive, or I forgot what you said. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. solidified my feelings. Like, yeah, yeah, I was right. I'm not fucking full <laughs> of shit, you know? Mm. I'm not full of shit. I am actually not like trying to hype up PlayStation no, VR. They did such a good job, and I n- never screamed that loud <laughs> in my entire life. Hold on, I'm going to plug in my phone and play it on here. Yeah, yeah. So, this was me in Resident Evil 7. Bethel remembers this.
3: <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, fuck! Jesus Christ. <laughs> really, Jesse? <laughs>
1: That was, dude, because, like, here's the thing. Like, there's, there's Resident Evil, and then you had, uh, what was that other one with the cam, car, camcorder? Uh, Fatal Frame? Not Fatal Frame. Camcorder. Oh, um, out, out something? Outlast? Outlast? Was it Outlast? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you have Outlast. You have Outlast, and you have Re- Resident Evil 7. Outlast was more of the jump scares, right? Yeah. Like, I knew, hey, I'm going to open this door, and then I remember where I knew, okay, it's jump scares, and then a body jumps out you know and and is hanging those are jump scares this he was just standing there the dude the dad was just standing there he didn't jump out and go welcome to the family son or anything like that he was just there i got scared because he was there that's it not because he jumped out not because his body fell not because of this or that i jumped because he was just there And Here's the thing that that's the thing is that you're you're anticipating a scare in outlast But by the time I was walking up to the door I'm going fast cuz I'm like, okay, I already got this thing. So I got to go back here I had forgotten anyone was chasing after me and the opening of the door and seeing that body. That's what freaked me out (laughs) Then the other thing was when I when I was going when I was going around and then like He was chasing after me And I just turn around. I was like, I'll look back. <laughs> 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 it's so bad. That was only because I'm running away from him. And I was just, I was running, looking forward. And then I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just turn around. How close is he to me? And then the next thing I know, he's reaching his hand to my face. And that freaked me out. <laughs> and how was I the whole time? But though like, you were there, you saw me. Like, how oh, was that? Like, I was like the opposite direction, right? Didn't I jump out? Like, what was it that you said? Yeah, you jumped up and then just.
2: Well, you just started screaming. I think this is the first time, actually, when you just started screaming and then you paused it. You took off the headset and you had your your elbows at <laughs> your knees and you just, like, <laughs> taking deep breaths all scared. <sighs> oh, oh.
1: <laughs> that was. Set. Like, they just. Uh, Resident Evil 7, dude. They just kicked so much ass oh, yeah. with that game. Like, Jesus. Oh sorry. So many good games for the PlayStation four. Um a lot of games
2: that I didn't even play. I yeah. still want to get back to like near near automata, near yeah, near
1: automata, yeah.
2: I didn't even, even finish Neo.
1: hmm That was uh, that those are my shame my shame is near Automata Automata. I didn't finish that yet. No. That's my shame of the yeah, year. Like I to Um Now here's one. And uh, I I mean Bethel, you already know know what I'm gonna say. I wanna give it a chance. It's just not clicking with me. There's moments where I go, oh, this is cool, and it does an opposite thing. It does certain things I'm like whatever about. I wanna give it a fair shake. I don't know if it was Breath of the Wild. I don't know what it was. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. I it's not bad. It just didn't click with me. Yeah, I don't so know I the same way. And I wanna try it again. I do wanna try. Because I feel like I'm missing something, but it just, it just, for whatever reason, it just can't, it's not clicking with me. I either. won't quit on that game. You know, I don't know, I'm not going to quit on yeah. it either. I had, like,
0: I had, like, I was thinking, I was like, will I go back? Because I was looking at some games that I had, I was like, do I want to get rid of this now, on And I looked at it, I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Especially, and, and I've heard a lot of good things about the um, the DLC. Yeah. 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 See,
1: now I'm bummed out because I could have just waited till now and got the collector's mm-hmm. thing or the, the whole bundle with everything, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I felt the same way about that
1: too. I just couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got you know Yakuza Zero and Yakuza
0: Kiwami, Kiwami.
1: which y- the Yakuza games. Oh, if you haven't played it, do yourself a favor. And uh, this time of recording, it's twenty dollars on Amazon. Yes, I'm kissing a bowl.
0: No, no, just so you know, he just kissed Bethel's dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> my dick.
1: It uh, Yakuza is such a fun and awesome series. Like, honestly, if you haven't played it, just it's $20 for Kiwami. Kiwami's basically the first game. Just remade. Oh, and then we're getting... We're getting six next year, and then they announced Kiwami 2. Oh,
2: There's already people... I saw people on, on Twitch playing Kiwami 2. Uh-huh. I was, like, fucking pissed off because they're playing it. I <laughs> even know I haven't even finished one, but they yeah. just that they got it already.
1: And what else? I Like, I... I there were so many games for PS2 that I feel like I'm forgetting. PS2? I mean, sorry. There were so many games for PS4 that I feel like I'm forgetting. Um,
2: Are there Wolfenstein Any Wolfenstein?
1: Yeah, but uh, more like exclusives. Oh. Oh, the Crash uh, Trilogy was on there too. That was really cool. They did like a really good job. I got that game for 6 bucks. That was great. Um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Fantastic oh, shit. game. It was like great length like it like the length of it was like eight hour five to eight hours depending but like it was perfect it was a perfect bite-sized you didn't feel like you were missing anything you didn't feel like it was too much or too little it was the perfect amount that was such a great game oh one you know one that got a lot of recognition this past couple of weeks from the Game Awards, Joe played it. Now I want to play it. Not that I didn't want to. I wanted to wait. Hellblade.
0: Want to talk about it? Sure. Uh, Hellblade was really cool and definitely. Uh, I think the, the the girl, right? She won like the voice best voice actor. Best actress. Yeah. yeah. She did a really good job. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a very very interesting game. You you really almost want to play that game with headphones on because of the fact that like as you're playing it the whole idea is like your, your character has suffering from like a mental like a, some mental issues uh, an illness or a, a disorder and so you can she can hear so she's almost kind of like she can hear her voices like herself talking to herself mm-hmm. and it's just like you know there's parts in the game where like as you're going on it's almost hard to concentrate on what you're doing because you just they're just talking to you the whole time yeah it's really 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 interesting and it's a really really nice looking game um, you know it, I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest i mean when you come to when it comes to actually like the combat and stuff like that it's your basic like ninja ninja 3 does what they do you know yeah it's it's nothing that reinvents the wheel but just like the setting and a lot of the stuff they they took a lot of there was a lot of effort and care put into that game mm-hmm. and just the way it was delivered too that like they're doing it themselves they published it self published you know you and again i think i talked about it before the fact that it was a they they charged thirty dollars because there's no middleman. They didn't have yeah, to worry yeah. about a publisher. They were able to charge thirty dollars for a game that, if you look at it, you were like, "That's a fucking sixty dollars game, mm-hmm. no doubt." There's a season pass, right? There's microtransactions in this game, right? No, it was none of that. It was just you get the game. That is what it is, and it was thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I hopefully after this, now people, more people will want to you know check that out, and they did well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I think like another game too hidden agenda was one that i we had a good time with i thought yeah, it was, was really fun. cool it was a cool way of playing really. yeah yeah. It came, yeah just like how until dawn did it came out of nowhere yeah i hope i wish i hope that hidden agenda gets more recognition because i think right now until dawn got more recognition because it did come out of nowhere so did hidden agenda but i don't think as many people are talking about it um
0: well and it's for a very very a specific subgenre of games, you know, the whole phone thing that's it's new, it's that's new, we true. don't know how big it's if that's it, going to continue.
1: It is very true, but I think I think they need better they need to better emphasize that you can use your phone with it. Not saying that that they're not, but as in I don't think that's really wrapping around people's head when they just see the PlayLink logo, logo and then people on their phones. I don't think it's I think some people aren't getting that, you know? I, you know, I'm hoping they do better on that. But I think the best game for the PlayStation 4. Knack 2, baby. Knack motherfucking
2: two. So Yeah, but they <laughs> said it actually was pretty good. No, right? yeah, I heard it was good, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean we're we're making fun, but Xbox Xbox One I mean Comparing comparing to everything else, PlayStation and the Nintendo Switch, I mean, it had Forza Motorsport 7, Cuphead, and uh, there was another game. But let's talk about that. Like, this, the, the year for Xbox One, they released the Xbox One X, which was a more powerful console, but there wasn't really a big release title for the system when it came out. I mean, you had forza More sports 7 but we've talked about it before where the cars it's hard not to make a car game not look good but um what do you think It how, how was it joe for the year for
0: xbox one i so here's my take on the xbox the year in general was pretty i'm not gonna say disappointing because we didn't really go into the year with the exception it was the um what was the game that got canceled the, the um, dragon age
2: no Scalebound, no, Scalebound,
0: yeah. yeah that was early in fun. the year that the hideki kamiya game and it was canceled early in the year mm-hmm. so i mean other than that one big disappointment i really don't feel like there was a whole lot to be there wasn't a whole lot to be excited about in general for the years for you to be like oh man this year was the disappointment for xbox i mean they got a lot of the multi-platform game platform games that you know that were available mm-hmm. um they launched their console which was that was always going to be the big part of the year yeah was getting that console launched and then in, in launching the console they ended up with a console that is admittedly very powerful it's a yeah. very very powerful machine um by all accounts most games that are available on all platforms you know if if you're you're talking just base base Visuals and performance i think you're going to be seeing in the coming year that the xbox one x is going to be the 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 console with the closest to 4k graphics and possibly 60 frames per second you can find and Ah. that's it that's what they got going for them if you don't already have an xbox and have been waiting to get an xbox um xbox one i would say and you're looking for that entry then you know if you're if you've got the money then yeah this is going to be the console for you mm-hmm. you know and they're and they're i admit they've done a pretty good job of getting a lot of their back catalog of xbox one games updated or xbox one x you know ready they have a you know the, a mode you know play you know for xbox one x so there's a healthy catalog of games um you know if you like backwards compatible stuff they've got that too and in fact some of the backwards compatible 360 games get a boost in certain areas yeah, on yeah. the xbox X, which actually is it's pretty cool. damn fucking yeah, cool yeah, yeah. i mean i mean, i was like wow that's that is cool um so i mean this is a good entry point and i mean it sounds like a lot of people bought bought it you know um i know we've talked like you're saying we've kind of you know railed on on microsoft for a bit but i gotta give them props for the console they delivered the console they said they were going to deliver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, it's a pretty powerful and it's a pretty good console. Um, I feel like right now, their focus isn't so much on creating AAA, you know, first, first party AAA games anymore. Their focus right now is going to be continuing to make like an all-in-one console they have their with backwards compatible with the xbox one x or xbox 360 xbox the original mm. um i feel like going forward they're going to be working they're going to want to work more more with um the indies to try to strengthen shore of that i feel like it's just a different they're in general not so yeah it's just their desire to create their own first party games is just not as strong as it was and have their own library of stuff that only you can get there. I don't think they care about that right now. Mm -hmm. So if you already have an Xbox one or an Xbox one S it's hard to really tell you, you really need to, do you need that console? I mean, if you're really all about numbers and specs and all that stuff, then I would say, okay, if that's your thing, then yeah. Um, I just don't see it. You know, if you've got a, if you're looking for exclusives if you're looking for stuff you can you know like like special experiences i really don't think that the xbox one x right now is the console that's gonna give you that yeah it will give you the best version of a lot of multi-platform games and that's cool Mm -hmm. but it's not really something that i care about anymore i used to no doubt about that it used to be something that i was like oh man i want to have the best you know for me personally, that's kind of changed. I have the, for me like I have the PS4 Pro. Is it always 4K? No. Or the the resolution that bump up that big? No. But I mean, it looks really good anyways, like do I really care if it isn't full on 4K? Not really. I mean, even watching Digital Foundry, like you know you go to and see a lot of the face-offs and you mm-hmm. look real close to the graphics like the difference, I'm like, yeah, you can see a difference up close that close you know when they zoom into something you're like oh i can see that but is it enough for me to be like wow i need to get yeah nah, not anymore man
1: I'm, i mean that's what i like about digital foundry is that they're just telling you hey like draw distance they, they never huh? say like this they will say like oh this one does better in draw distance and shading and casting shadows and stuff like that they you know they'll give you the options of what it does what one does better than the other and it's cool to see those things But then when you really think about it in play, you won't notice that pop in that's happening in the corner. Maybe, you know, you notice pop in or screen tearing in games here and there. But I mean, if you're really looking for it, you won't see it unless you're like a snob about it, which sometimes I am.
0: And I I think the bigger thing, too, is like one thing that's going to be interesting going forward is like. What happens when you have an exclusive game or a game that has a specific window of exclusivity or made specifically with PlayStation? Because, I mean, let's face it, PlayStation is the, you know, they're the number one right now. Mm -hmm. So people want to make for that. It's going to be interesting when you see more and more games that are made for the Xbox One X, but with PlayStation as technically the lead console.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Will you see all those gigantic boosts in performance in visuals on the Xbox One X, or will the developer pair it back up and be like, ah, we can't really do this to Sony because we've got an exclusive exclusivity mm-hmm. in certain things. And it's kind of fucked up. That's what that's always been the negative about exclusives or having specific things as exclusives. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was your gamer that was talking about that. Like yeah they I forgot what game it was. They were like, yeah, this looks like it could be a lot better. I mean it's not bad. Like, on the Xbox One X, but, like, it makes you wonder. It looks like it could... There's no reason why it couldn't have been better, and it mm. makes you... Why wasn't it? Yeah. You know? Maybe they don't want to ruffle feathers. They don't want to get people angry at PlayStation and be like, hey, man. Yeah. And, and the thing could be, too, is
1: time. Because yeah. they have to have sure. different teams working on yeah. different versions of a console-specific game.
0: I think at this point, it's safe to say that the Xbox One X is it's just a luxury buy. If you can afford it, If you're playing, if you like the Xbox platform and you want that, then by all means, get it. Um, I feel like in a couple of years, I mean, that's something to me, like, honestly, this is one of the first times where I'm like, I probably, I would usually be like, yeah, in a couple of years when the price goes down, I'll pick it up. But this is like the first time in a long time where I'm like, no, I'm kind of okay. Like, I need to see some real, for me personally, I'd rather want to see some really big change in Microsoft's philosophy towards games, towards what they're choosing to create, for me personally, to be like, okay, I can get on board of this again. Yeah. What they're viewing, I think right now, what they're selling, I'm not all that interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, I never have, I never will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean just <clears throat> everything that I want. It's usually uh, multi-platform, so yeah. Or I, so I just get it on my PS4 or Switch or whatever. Uh, there's nothing really that interest me in getting it I really don't care to get one yeah. unless there's something that's that's really I mean I feel like it's already too late for them to come out something exclusive that's gonna be really good that's gonna sell the console for me mm mm-hmm. um, Cuphead I could play it on on my computer yeah I'd yeah that's
0: about it. what if what if next year Yeah, uh, PlayStation gets mad 19 Xbox One X Gets Madden 20 <laughs> Two years ahead <laughs> Oh shit
3: <laughs> mm, Fuck man then.
0: I'm gonna be
2: behind I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get it What you saying man They would have to do something like I mean I, w- I wouldn't get it But I don't know I feel like They would have to get something crazy Like that Like Skate 4 uh, on, yeah. For me to buy a, a, a Xbox
0: And I feel like even then even One game's not enough Yeah like, To me it's like They really need to change Oh it's never enough Ha <laughs> ha
1: me like there's so much more we could talk about in 2017 we just don't have the time to talk about all of it if we missed anything that you guys were excited about sorry send us comments comments concerns whatever you want at third at gmail.com or on our instagram at third party remember it's third party controller podcast with a three and i want to say hope everyone out there had a good christmas and have a fantastic and safe New Year's because we're heading into 2018, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, guys, do you have anything to say? Again, you know, thanks for listening, supporting us, all that good stuff, all that jive in 2017. Gentlemen?
0: We thank you for your support and your hospitality.
3: But the- yeah.
2: Thank you for, for letting us into your ears.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for allowing Beto to come into your ears. Mm, <laughs> let me bust a nut in your ears. <laughs> Is that what you meant? No, but I mean, oh. take whatever you want, man. Well, as always,
1: thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with
2: Beto Sparza.
1: and Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Um, but also, I mean, some of, okay, now next, what we're going to talk about. Oh, I we are done. Hold on. Go Wait, no, get on your thing. You're going gonna to like this. Come on, come on. Let's go. Come on. All right, let's go. Come on. Okay, going to wrap it up, no? Yeah, you take forever, though. But this is how I got to wrap up the show, though.
2: <laughs> See, see,
1: I could have finished by now, but you talked. Oh, cool. Hurry yeah. up. So, so I want to say a little story. We We're just young kids. All right. Whoa! You
3: pausing? We're yeah, just pause it. Okay. We need to eat. I have an And whose fault is that? I need to open You didn't leave me
0: open this morning? How's was room? I